Friday afternoon. And it's time now for the Madden Report. Talking real estate with West Matt. Madden Real Estate. Yeah, it looks like a good week and for being outside and getting the old yard cleaned up, fixing up the house and getting her ready, huh? I have a question. Last weekend I did, uh, I got a thatcher. And I'm not, I'm not exactly sure if it was dethatching or thatching. Was I thatching or was I dethatching? You know, you get the, like the. Or were the, you unthatching? Or was I unthatching? So that's now. Are you supposed to thatch? Well, I, to yeah. thatch or not to thatch? That is the question. Well, you do because when okay. you get that stuff up, all that dead grass, then all of a sudden your grass perks up. You know, throw a little okay. fertilizer down. Hopefully, a little bit of water. Not too much water, but a little bit of water. And then, boom, you got green grass. But I know that like dethatching or thatching or. Unthat, whatever it is. That's the trivia question today. Do we have something to give away, Whitney? Do we need the whole poker, too? Because after my neighbor thatches or dethatches, he goes around this little thing, pokes holes in his yard. Oh, aerating. Yeah, okay, that's what it is. That's aerating. Okay. Yeah. What is he aerating then? Aerating. What he just dethatched? It puts little holes or in what there. what he thatched? I think you do it after you dethatch or thatch. What are we giving away? What do we have to give away? Yeah. Oh, we got a $50 gift certificate for Beaver Sports. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, how come I didn't know about this? Maybe we have the best I, giveaways on this know, show. You ask in the question, and I believe our guest may have the answer to your question. No, not a bit. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't, don't put me in there. Oh, geez, he's just to get down to the dirt, he, answers, he has the answer. He's like, look, man, I just dig holes, play the dirt. Come on. I'm not a landscaper in any way, shape, or form. Mm. Well, we're lucky. We got the uh, the infamous, the one, the only, Michael Brownwood in studio. And uh, if you didn't know, if you've been listening, you know, or haven't lived under a rock here, you know Michael Brownwood's the owner of uh, Arctic Dirt Works, and uh, you know Michael's put in, um, geez, I don't know. I don't know how many thousands of septic systems in the area. <laughs> no. A lot. No. A lot. A lot. So uh, if you got septic questions, if you've got uh, drainage questions, we're g- well, I've got some questions for Michael because we were just talking the other day and I said, man, it's time to have you on a show. So uh, if you do want to call in, if you've got the answer for the thatching, dethatching, unthatching question that I have, uh, that's 457 We've got a $50 gift certificate to Beaver Sports to give away. Mm. And if nobody calls in, I'm taking it. I'm going to go, I don't know, go get something, I think. I don't know. Can I do that? No. It's my show. No. Yeah, Whitney's, <laughs> Whitney's like. Boy, she she runs the, the she runs a prize bag over there with an iron fist, doesn't she? She's laying down the law. Yeah, boy. Oh, and I do I do need to before I forget I I do need to get a shout out to a longtime listener Gene Husband. Gene, thanks for listening. Um, uh, got to uh, was lucky enough to um uh, uh see your beautiful daughter Brandy the other day, um who works over at Jim Kelly State Farm. They're a preferred um, insurance uh, company. She does a amazing job. Um, and you know, you always, each time you, you know, anytime you have the, the opportunity to talk to Brandy, you walk away just feeling better about yourself because <laughs> you walk away smiling because she's always on. She's got the best attitude ever. She just came out of a, a spine surgery and she's just, she's a trooper. And so we said some prayers for her. And, uh, but, uh, Gene, thanks for listening. And, um, love it if you called in and got that, uh, got that, uh, uh, that, that, uh, 
gift certificate. Okay, so Whitney just hand it. So I got. Okay, so I got a text here. It says dethatch. Thatch is the covering. So we removed the grass covering. We dethatched. Okay, Who's that's that? a, a thatched roof. Who's that from? And that if from you oh, that's my took wife. the roof off, it'd be a dethatched roof. All right. Well, uh, that, you know, don't they have thatched roofs like in old England or someplace? I don't know. Right? Yeah. So someone, who who had the answer? Someone Google it. Well, that's from my wife. So naturally, oh okay. She's, well, you see, your wife always, can't win either. Right. She's always right. So yeah. So yeah, if she found it on the internet, you know it's right. Yeah, I think she got the gift certificate. You better not. <laughs> you're going to be sleeping on the couch if you don't give it to her. But wait, mm-hmm. I think we have a phone call who may have another correct answer All here. Right. So we're going to pick up line one and say howdy. You're on uh, with Wes Madden. Hello. Hello there. As far as thatching and dethatching. Uh, the other side of that would be when you bought the machine or the implement, what did they call it? That's a great they question. They called it a thatcher. Okay. They called it a thatcher. Okay. If oh. it was a dethatcher, it would be called a dethatcher. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's the only uh, explanation I have. It's called, <laughs> so it's a thatcher. It's, it's, so it's a thatcher. That's what I thought. But you, you use it, but could you say that you use a thatcher to dethatch your yard? Well, I, I'm not. I, I, I manage to keep a green grass growing, and I, I do it by using my Thatcher <laughs> and my and my aerator and some fertilizer. So okay, I always I always called it just thatching. But what do I know? Well, so. I forgot to ask because I went down and saw my friends down. I went and saw Lavinia down at Independent Rental. They were so nice. Um, they you know I was able to to rent that Thatcher, and. Um, all I know is the yard is thankful for it. We, we it, oh, it's yeah, doing much yeah. better, right? Uh, caller, what's your what, what's your first name? Uh, it's Bob, but you know what? I'll donate it to you. How about that, Wes? Oh man, no. <laughs> you want it? I don't. I don't. I I I I just wanted to. There was a question that I had maybe an answer to. It. <laughs> <I was> just, <laughs> just, Bob's the only one making I'm, sense you know, on this Bob, show today. At least he's honest. He said he had maybe had an answer. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, I don't know. So. Anyways, uh, uh, I don't have a yard right. anymore, so I don't do any thatching anymore. So, well, I appreciate it. All right. Oh, All there right. you go. Thanks, my type. Thanks for checking in with us. Thanks, Bob. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, good answer though. That was good. good. Honest answer. He made sense of a nonsensical question. I appreciate it, Bob. Well, uh, Michael. So, hey, man, we were just ta- so we were talking the other day because uh, we've seen some. Um, you know, we've seen some interesting developments in the last several years with our septic systems. You know, unfortunately, you know, when, when we sell a house in 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 Fairbanks and North Pole, uh, if you're on a septic system, we have to go out. We send out the uh, septic um, engineer. Uh, they do uh, the testing. You know, we've had Tim Henry on here before. He's explained that you do, there's two parts to that testing. One is the construction inspection, and then he does a performance test. When they do the performance test, they're they're uh, they're uh, uh, um, surging water into the system to make sure that it's that the that the bed the, or the bed or trench system is absorbing all that water, um, and you know we've seen some interesting things um, lately. My first question for you, uh, Michael, is um, so all the rain that we've had in the last few years. I mean, last year we had. I mean, we we're at flood stage, right? I mean, it was like 500 year. Flood yeah, stage. I mean, there was was it one or two months last year that were record breaking rain months. For, the, for yeah, the season, it, I don't we, think the whole summer was that. No, way, it wasn't but. the whole summer, but we had a, a, at least a month or two there. Yeah, and then yeah. we and then it got warm. 
Then it got warm. Then it got nice. Yeah. Then it got nice. Well, then it finalized the season by just a lot of rain right before yeah. it froze. And so there was a lot of muck to deal with right at the close of the season. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So all that rain, how does that affect the septic systems in our area? It makes the soil not absorb as much because that water is in the soil and it takes a while to perk out. And what we've noticed is soils that were nice and dry upwards of 10 years ago are now saturated. And it could be a couple factors, but rain, I think, is the most easily explained. And then it's also affect the water table in the North Pole area to some degree or other because the water table now is up on average consistently one to two feet higher than it used to be. So we're seeing a lot more lift stations to get away from the water table in the North Pole area. Yeah, so you're so when you talk about the water table, just so the listeners understand, when the water table's higher, we start running into an issue with vertical separation distance, right? Because we've got to yes. have is it four feet between the bottom of the leach field and it's, the It's four table? feet from the seasonal high water table. Okay. And there would be some debate on that definition, but it's pretty clear in the manual, seasonal high water table. Okay. So sometimes if you're at a low time of the season, you got to be a little higher above that to take that seasonal high into account um and that's for the most part a judgment call of the installer right so i think the thing that's dinging some of our some of our um sellers right now is they have a traditional system um inspector comes out and they and it's you know what used to be okay you know the the ground used to be okay at the time that it was installed to put in a traditional system but you're saying now you're actually have to you're, you're going to have to put a lift station in on some of these systems and that's that's a huge increase in cost it is because the leach field or the absorption field could work perfectly fine it could pass the surge test you were mentioning before but if it fails the vertical separation then you have to have an entire new leach field and a lift station and it basically doubles the cost between the two depending on the contractor and what their rates are but it's a very significant expense versus just a failed surge test. You you would have just the field to replace at that point. And I can say for ourselves, there are systems we installed 10, 9, 10 years ago that I'm sure wouldn't pass now. The vertical separation, just because of the elevated water table, it's changed. And I attribute that to the, to the higher rain we've had in the last three years. Three combined years of heavy rain, it, it has to affect our, our water table. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Well, um, that's always a bummer, you know, and, and, you know, and so one of the things that we do is we train, you know, we definitely want to train our, our, um, uh, our, our agents on, um, the proper way to take care of the septic system, what to look for when we go out on a listing appointment, we're meeting with sellers and we're looking at things and we, we want to set expectations on whether or not they can anticipate such a expense, you know, because that's a, it's, it's legitimate. It's you know? nice to know going in. Yeah. The so, potential cost. So let me ask you something. Uh, buyer comes in, buys a house, and we want to we want to advise them. You know, as as they live in the home, what are some ways that they can extend the life of their septic system? In Alaska, there's very few, or excuse me, in the interior of Alaska, there's very few ways to extend the life of the system. Basically, the only one is to actually let it rest, and most people can't do that. You're using this thing constantly. Uh, there's techniques to create a double system where you have two leach fields with a valve flopping in between. You can either have that an automated valve or a manual valve now. And that's really the only thing we've discovered. We've dug into 20-year-old systems that are dry as a bone, work perfect, but we can't hook them back up because they, they're not certified. We haven't installed them. We don't know what's there. Yeah. So the proof's there that drying it out works the best. Um, pumping is another really the only other thing outside of drying to help extend the life of your system so 
DEC recommends every two years. I, I think there should be a little bit above and beyond since it's the only thing you can do. I, I personally tell people it's the only thing you can do. Might as well pump it every year. And it's a, it's a minimal cost compared to replacing the whole system. And then uh, save your money on any of the stuff you see on TV, Riddix, several of those other products just do not work in the interior. Too cold, right? Mm-hmm. Too cold. Yeah. Now, when you say yeah. dry it out, how long would that take? You know, it's. I, I would say it's not really an exact science. Um, I've. I would recommend maybe three months oh, okay. at a time. Right. Um, would, other people say a year. Uh, I'm not sure. There's really any articles or any mm-hmm. studies done on an exact time. Um, any rest period, any break period, I think would help extend it. But the longer, the better. I would say. Okay. Well, and, and, and then it also goes to say that, uh, avoiding, um, you know, you don't want to be dumping grease down your... Oh, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. And, and you've always mentioned you use liquid soap rather than powdered soap when doing yes. laundry. Yeah. Right? yeah. If you can. Yeah. And we've actually noticed that in our own personal household, um, the ag- the fines in the powdered laundry, uh, sorry, dishwasher soap has been etching the glass in our, in our kitchen appliance. Uh, you know, our dishes have been fading and clouding because of the etching. Mm-hmm. Well... That's because of the sands and the aggregates that are in the powdered detergents. And did you know? Did you know that? No. They put fines in the in that dishwashing, the that powdered dishwashing um, detergent. It's kind of like a sandblasting, you know. Oh, interesting. In yeah. a sense, okay. and you don't see that, that in the liquid <clears throat> soaps. Yeah, and I've heard they've used eggshells to fill out powdered soap, but I don't know if that's true or not. I don't, I don't know. Things you learn on. The farm in South Dakota, I guess. But but there's several several <laughs> times Nebraska, several places yeah. where that stuff just floats right out into your absorption yeah. field. Yeah, and uh, watch the kids so they don't dump, you know, minuscule toys down the uh, bathroom toilet. Also, <laughs> and that 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 there are fines like that. Well, I guess when that's a fine. For, yeah, no, I got a I got a Lego in one of my one of my toilets, and every time you flush it, you can hear it bouncing around in there. We still haven't been able to get that sucker out. Well, hopefully uh, the septic tank catches it and it doesn't go out into the absorption field. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you do work on septic systems, and, and you know, a lot of times you say you go in and there's a 20 year old system, you don't know what you're going to find till you start digging, right? Right, and you're so, using heavy equipment and it's not delicate, so yeah. anything you do find, you found it when you punch through it. Yeah, and so, what what are some of the most unique or surprising finds? Uh, seen. We've seen cars, um, multiple tanks in the same place, you know, where people just crush tank, steel tank on steel tank on Hold steel on. tank. Oh, wow. Did you say cars? Yeah. They're the best. <laughs> Didn't somebody use a bus out somewhere yeah. there one time? Yeah. Yeah. Some of the longest-lasting okay. systems are buses and boats. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I remember now. Yeah. yeah. Of course, this isn't illegal, but... <laughs> but back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. they yeah. lasted I mean, forever. My uncle himself used a Volkswagen bug, just punched a... Punched a pipe through the window, and the way you go. <laughs> Works great. Well, <laughs> you learn something new. Well, you can't make this stuff day. up. Uh-uh. I hope Tim in Colorado and, and uh, Steve in San Diego are listening. Are you guys listening to this? Yeah. No, there, there was one piece of steel. I dug down, hit a piece of steel. Um, my backhoe couldn't break through it. Uh, I don't know what it was. It was big. It was hard. You know, if car steel, a car sheet metal or a tank, you can puncture and tear, but... Whatever it was, I after about ten, fifteen minutes of trying to tear it out, mm-hmm. I just decided to bounce up over top of it. There was there was no move in this thing, and I, I always did wonder what it was. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, ADC. Okay, so uh, so we've had this come up a couple times. Um, got a house, uh, we go to sell. 
um, you know, soils um, change, you know, maybe it's got a traditional system put on, um, you know, um, I guess you call it impermeable soils or, or permafrost. Um, you know, the dynamics of the soils change when we clear it and build a house and put a system out there. Um, and then we're, you know, we're having the inspector come out and go, Hey, listen, I'm failing the system. And by the way, you, you, you can't put a traditional system in here. So what do you do if you have a, have a, have a system like that and you have a property like that? What are some of the options? There's really, uh, three options. Um, one, I'm not going to mention DEC doesn't like me to mention it. The other two options are, uh, a on-site waste treatment plant uh, along the lines of LifeWater Engineering. They design a waste treatment plant that is a small box that literally is a small on-site treatment plant. It treats it and then dumps it on the ground. And the other option is an above-ground mound, which has to be designed by an engineer and go through pre-approval process with ADEC. And neither one of them are cheap. Um, I can say the larger the house and the more volume of water you're using, the Engineered mound will become cheaper versus the life water system. But the life water system is a great way to go considering uh, smaller homes with less water flow. Okay. Okay. So uh, approximate cost of a life water system, do you know? Uh, the the cheapest unit without, and I'm, I'm ballparking it here, without a lift station, if you can just gravity flow into the system, I believe is a, right at 17000 just for the unit. And then you have the contractor install price on top of that. And if you if your house is a little lower and you have to have a lift station, that lift station is an additional thirty five hundred on top. So it, it quickly adds up. And they have a good website and they have their prices posted pretty well. So. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're a homeowner and you think you want to sell and you think your house is in an area that is you know has got some of these soils, this is why we tell you you know contact us early. Um, before you make life decisions, uh, have us come out and take a look. We can you know we can usually spot some of these um, things just just from a cursory uh, look at the property when we come out to help you decide whether or not selling now is a is a is a good move or not because these are expenses that you need to plan for you know this may be something that you know we want to take step by step to really uh, prepare ourselves for financially mm-hmm. right and Boy. emotionally because there's nothing worse you know I, I mean I've seen it happen time and time again I'm just going people come and they go hey I got I took a new job and I, I gotta leave I gotta leave real quick and I need you to sell my house real quick and we go out there and we go geez man you got you know you got some issues here with the septic system and we can't get around that because I mean 90 percent of the time we've got buyers buying getting obtaining financing and and if they're getting financing they need that septic system to be working mm-hmm. and approved. Yeah. And that means, you know, it could be a $17,000 life water system. So, Oh, that's just for the box. That's just the box, not yeah. the install. Yeah, yeah the install is going to be, you know, depending on the contractor, you'll be four to 7000 more <sighs> just for the install. But the, the impermeable soil, I, I wanted to harp on that a little bit. You mentioned why would you need this type of system. And permafrost, it's obvious the water's not going to go through. But other types of impermeable soil, I think, catch a lot of homeowners and contractors in the sense that, you dig a test hole. You have to dig a test hole. It's what DEC wants us to do. Well, oh, great. No water. It looks good. Soil's a little damp, but no big deal. A lot of times in personal experience, I've had it happen. I've had to replace whole fields or, or do other options because it's happened to me. You leave that hole open for a couple hours, even overnight, and it's going to be full of water. So that that's an impermeable soil in the fact that it's so saturated with water. You might not see it right offhand, but it's so wet that the water will come in slowly over time. And if it's that wet, it's not going to take water out of the septic system. And the, the worst-case scenario I can think of is we actually installed a leach field, came back the next day, and it was full of water. It's like, 
it's totally full of water now. It's already failed the test. So we actually just had to abandon it, brand new leach field we put in, and totally move it to the other side of the yard to a higher point that was drier. And it was just a learning experience. You, some of those things, it's uh, it's worth f- hiring a experienced contractor because we we've experienced this. We we know what we're doing. We we've been there. We've made the mistakes. We've paid our dues. Yeah. So. God, dude, that's amazing. Uh, septic systems. I'll tell you what. <laughs> we're talking to septic uh, systems in the Low Country. We're talking to Michael yeah. Brownwood, uh, owner of. Uh, Arctic Dirt Works. Um, Whitney, speaking of septic systems, do we have an update on uh, Eagle Estates, which, not to put Michael out of business here, but uh, <laughs> these are, we're talking Eagle Estates. They're on a city water sewer. Don't have to worry about some of this stuff. What we got going on? Um, Rick has a house that's going to be ready in less than a month now that is not sold. Do we actually have one that's not sold? Mm-hmm. We do. Jeez. 1,600 square feet, two-story, three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath. Just the right size. Just the right size. Price? Two ninety four nine. Ooh, under three hundo. Under three hundred. On city and water. And you'll never have to put sewer. In, you'll never have to put in a twenty something thousand dollar life water system. Think about that. Let that sink in for just a second. Come out and check it out. I can take you around. You can see it. You can touch it. You can walk it. Where's it at? We're off Patriot Drive in North Pole. Desert Eagle Loop. Just a little slice yeah, of heaven out there. Back there by the by the um, high school. Right by the high school. Yeah, okay. Walking right. distance. Yeah. yeah. So, um, thank you, Whitney. Um, so, let's say I got a house, and I, this comes up too. Um, I'm adding on a bedroom. Now we add on bedrooms. We got to do what? We got to ex- we you know that the leach field and that septic system is not sized appropriately for because it goes by bedrooms, right? Yeah. The DEC. Sizing is by the bedroom, not by the toilet, not by the person, by the bedroom. Not by the occupancy, but Correct. by the number of bedrooms. Correct. So do they, do they put a, a, a X number of bodies per bedroom, or do they just... They assume an average of two be, two people per bedroom at, I believe it's 150 gallons per day. Per, okay, all right. So is, it, is, is that right? 75 gallons per day per person, okay. I think. Okay. Don't quote me on that. So if I got a three-bedroom house and I add on a fourth bedroom, that increases my, you know, and, and I'm going to say that that's, that's probably a, a great investment if you do it, you know, cost-effectively, because you just added a bedroom. That puts you in a different category with real estate, and that's going to add some value. But one of the things that they can do is they could call you to come out and, and make that. So instead of testing it and, and, and doing all that, you they could just call you directly and have you come out and size that system back up, size yes. it up to meet yeah. the standards, right? Yes, they can. and. Okay. For for some reason, I got hooked up on this wrong uh, a couple of weeks ago, but I, I was corrected. Um, you can put a auxiliary tank to expand the volume size of the septic tank itself, okay. which sometimes, depending on the life of your tank, you might be better just putting in a new tank. That's the appropriate size. Um, from there, we used to be able just to expand the leach field. Now we have to put in a whole new leach field to expand for the for the new bedroom sizing. So it factor that in, yeah. You might be upping your appraised value of your house, but here's another huge expense to taking that into account when you go to sell the place. Yeah. Well, you know what? It saves from having to, you know, getting a getting an inspection for seven hundred dollars, finding out that uh, right, you come, know, that it's not. Come not to me before the inspection; will save your money. Yeah, exactly. Well, Michael, we appreciate all that you do. Um, you've just been doing a rock solid job with not only your estimates spot on, you show up when you say you're going to show up, 
Um, you're going back and 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 prettying up all those winter installs. Yeah, all those did. wonderful winter installs. <laughs> I hate those with a passion. But uh, no, that's free of charge. We come back and smooth up all the the grading, and sometimes we have to do one or two callbacks just to get those smooth enough. Man, that's so, yeah. awesome. And how do, how do they get in touch with you? Nine zero seven three seven eight zero four three seven. One more. Okay, three seven eight. Nine zero seven three seven eight zero four three seven zero four three seven. Thanks for coming in, buddy. I really you know, thanks for having my, me. My hats off to this gentleman because after he does the install, if it's a winter type, you go back and you take care of the lawn and whatever it was, trying to get it back to what it looked like sort of before. No landscaping. Nobody wants no. me to pay for the landscaping. But you get it, at least you get it. You get <laughs> it flattened out and, and get we, it looking fairly decent. My quality controls. I don't want to see any tracks or tire marks, if possible, and then we hand rake our way out of there so there's no footprints. So that that's the product we like to leave behind. We don't always achieve it, but that's the goal. Michael Brownwood, Arctic Dirt Works. You got it, man. Well, uh, down to a minute. Pr- yeah, real quick. Uh, market trends: uh, 132 houses for sale in Fairbanks, 86 out in in Nopo. Um, three and a half months of inventory in both markets. Still rocking and rolling, um, 45.5% pending ratio in, in Fairbanks and 44.2 in North Pole. Highly active. Um, if you are looking to buy or sell, it is, um, it is extremely active right now. And we need inventory. So if you're thinking of selling, give us a call, 452-3000. Catch us on the web at maddenrealestate.com or on Facebook. And Whitney, can you post this show on Facebook so others can hear this? Thank you. Did you just call North Pole No Pole? No Pole. No Pole. It's what the kids call it. Okay, I'm going right. to have to remember that. Thank you, sir. It's been the Madden Report, the Laura Ingram Show. Up next on KFPX Fairbanks, it's 1 p.m.